Hey guys, it's the uh, All Worked Out in the End podcast with your host Chase Murray. Coming back to you this week. Got a couple of new stories. Uh, I've started dating, or I've started going on dates with chubby bitches. And I, that reason that is coming up is because chubby bitches are, that I went on a date with, she's one of the ones that inspired me to do the, the topic of today's show. She thought it was pretty funny, and I hope you guys do too. But I will say, I do like dating chubby bitches because chubby bitches, I feel like they actually have a little bit more of a, like a personality. They got, they're better at conversations, I think. Like some people, I think, uh, I think them skinny bitches just get pampered a little bit. So I'm, I'm not hating on them chubby bitches. I'm, I'm down with the chubby bitches. I like the chubby bitches. And, uh, that's probably going to be what I'm going to do from now on, just love them chubby bitches chubby bitches need love too and you know and i'm gonna be that that little little love love sharer you know but um anyways getting into the topic the story of the day i'm gonna talk about uh a time i was going through when i broke up with my a girl that i dated for two years right right through high school and a little bit after high school and uh it was, uh, I started dating her my junior year, and it was one of those situations where we'd been friends for a long time, so it kind of felt more romantic than it was, and then it was the first time I was getting laid all the time, so that's what kind of kept me in the relationship for two years, because even though I would deal with all the dumb shit, just because I didn't, I felt like if we broke up, I wouldn't be getting laid. And she had a real rough life. She had a she had a real rough upbringing. Her mom had like three different stepdads and three kids with one kid with each stepdad. And it was just it was a she was messed up from the start. She and I made the bad decision to think that I could be like some savior and pull her out of that lifestyle. But um, <clears throat> so we date for like two years. I'm living in Ohio, going to high school in Ohio. And that's when we go to, that's when we graduate high school and we move to Oklahoma for me to go to college and I take her with me. But about two months before we move to Oklahoma, I already know that I don't want to be with her. And I already know that this isn't going to work out very well. So what I do is I sit down, I tell her like, Hey, I don't want to be with you. I don't think this is going to work out. And she starts crying. And this, being the young idiot that I am, as soon as she starts crying, I just go, oh, I'm just stressed out. I'm sorry. Like, I didn't mean it. And I buckled. And when I buckled, that's when you fucked up. If you're young and you're in a relationship just because you're getting laid, you got to get out of that relationship or at least know when to get out of that relationship. So we end up moving to Oklahoma together and because I buckled. And I just didn't, I just didn't say nothing after that. And... We get to Oklahoma and we're about a month in and every day I'm getting home from school and she's still in bed at like three o'clock in the afternoon. She's not doing anything. She's just laying around sleeping all day, every day. She won't do anything by herself. She has to do everything with me. Like if she won't, like if she wants to go to the store or something, she'll only do that after I come back, like come home from school. And I'm getting kind of frustrated, so I finally, like, sit down and talk to her the one night and tell her, like, hey, I think it's best if you go back to Ohio. 
And she is like, like, it was a real calm conversation. It wasn't bad. And, and, uh, so like, but she didn't really commit to going back to Ohio. So I, that conversation, we go to bed that night and whatever. And then I come home from school the next day. And like, as I open the door, there's like, when you open the door to my apartment, it was only like 400 square foot apartment. And there was just like a, a hallway down the center of it. And then there was a door there. And that was the bedroom straight in front of the door. And as I open the door, I just see her like kind of stumble around the corner and like fall to the ground terribly, like in a very bad acting way. Like she fell in three stages. Like she was like, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> it was terrible. It was the worst ever. But I didn't know what was going on because she caught me off guard. And I was just like, what the fuck? Like, so I walk up to her, like, I kind of like walk in there and, and I'm like, hey, what's going on? Are you all right? And she looks at me with this like wide eyed, like blank stare and goes, who, who, where am I? Who, who, who are you? Like she acted like she didn't know who the fuck I was or where she was. <coughs> and I'm instantly like, what the fuck? this is bullshit. Like I was just so irate immediately. And so I, me knowing she's faking it, I go, all right, well, we have to go to the hospital. Then we have to go. Like, and she of course didn't want to go, didn't want to go. I'm like, if you're claiming you didn't know who the fuck I am or who the fuck you are, that's something wrong. Like that's something seriously wrong. Like you got to fix that. So I, I make her go to the hospital. We go and wait in the hospital forever. She gets a cat scan which is, she's dedicated, I'll give her that, and fucking, she gets a CAT scan, and then they didn't find nothing, nothing at all, so at this point, all they've given her is a liquid Benadryl pouch that's just like, it's just an IV for, of just liquid Benadryl, that's it, like in pretty basic shit, and fucking the doctor comes in, and he goes, yeah, we didn't find anything on your CAT scan, but we did, we, we could have missed something. And to be 100% sure that we didn't miss anything, we're going to have to give you a spinal tap. And her eyes instantly got big, and mine did too, because I know how insanely painful a spinal tap is. So I'm sitting there going, yeah, babe, you need to get that. I, we got to figure out what's wrong. You have to get that. You have to. Like, we don't, we need to figure this out. Just pushing it hard. Like, and she's like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm just tired. I'm just tired. No, I think we should do it. I, doc, I think we should do it. And, and, she, and I go, I look at the doctor and I go, I was like, I mean, you really think you could have missed something, right? Like, and the doctor looks at me like, well, it is a possibility. <laughs> I think, I think that doctor kind of knew what I was doing and she, she didn't do it. She, she was said that she was just tired and she just, she felt better now and she needed to go home and sleep. So we went home and I packed up every last thing into her fucking car. <clears throat> and then I freaking, I, uh, and I told her, I was like, you're going back to Ohio in the morning. Like, I can't do this. Like, I know like this is fucked. And so I packed up all this shit into her car. And then it's like a 14-hour drive from Tulsa to back to Ohio. 
<clears throat> Sorry, guys. I got shit in my throat. But it's like a 14-hour drive back to Ohio. And she freaking calls me like seven, eight hours into it and goes, my car's skipping gears and acting real funny. Can you, could I turn back around and come back? And I, I was like, it's just, just as far. Either way, you're halfway there. Just keep fucking going. Like, don't come back. And she gets like another two hours, three hours down the road and her fucking transmission blows up on her. <laughs> oh, man. That shit was good. I fucking, I felt bad for her. I did. I, I felt like a dick because I took, it was my fault. I took her to Oklahoma and I shouldn't have. But dude, that story was just so fucking funny. And I, I told this story on a date the other night with chubby bitches and freaking, I had this girl in tears. She couldn't even breathe. She, she thought it was the funniest fucking thing ever. Like I, I, I never even looked at that story as a funny story before just because it was always just something that I was just, I, I always thought of it as like a crazy story. Like what the fuck, you know, story. But it, looking back now, after telling her and seeing her the way she heard it, it was just like, it is a fucking hilarious story. Chick was just nuts, like crazy nuts. I think women like that, they fucking, <clears throat> they thrive on drama. I think so. I think they were just raised in such a toxic household, they, they get used to it. Because the... Because, like, with me, she was always starting, like, fights over nothing, like, and I was always faithful to her. I never, you know, cheated on her or nothing like that. And it was just, like, she would just get irate and start these huge fights over, like, nothing. And then now she's about to have her second kid with a guy that, like, cheats on her all the time. Slept with her sister, actually. And, like, I'm pretty sure he's put his hands on her a couple of times. And it's just, like, she loves that stuff. I don't know. I was too boring, but that's, that's wild, but yeah, that's the way to be, I don't know, a lot of things you learn from that story, but I, that is, it's so funny, <clears throat> I freaking, that's another story I was thinking about the other day, my sister, she called me for, uh, for, um, she's in college now, she just started her freshman year of college, and she needed to get write a paper in of a story through my words and then tell it from my point of view and it was just any story I had or any story of growing up or anything you know like you had to, but you had to tell it from their point of view and see it from my point of view and uh I was telling her a story about I was like oh I remember that time I caught this little snake in the garden because I caught the like the little gardener snakes you know and it was probably like eight inches long and I come in and I'm just like running it through my hands playing with it and she's like at first she started freaking out and I, I caught, talked her into calming down enough to hold it and my and like my dad had already like stuck his head in the door inside and was like quit messing with her god damn it leave her the fuck alone and then he fucking walked outside and I talked her into calming down just enough to like hold it and it was like it was so perfect because it was just, it, I swear to God, it was like a skit in a movie or something. Like you couldn't have, you couldn't have made it better. And she had like, her shoulders were all raised <clears throat> and she was all scared. And like about the second time she put her hand in front of her other hand to let it slither through her fingers, 
she like just like exhaled and like lowered her shoulders and was just calming down and relaxing and kind of be like, oh, this is cool. And she had her thumb up, like she had her hands flat and just putting one in front of the other with her thumbs up. And that snake, like right as she was just like, oh, this is cool. It just turns and just bites her in the side of the thumb instantly, like right now. <laughs> and she just starts screaming like somebody just stabbed her and holds her hand straight out with the snake dangling off her thumb, just screaming, shaking it. And oh my goodness, I couldn't believe it because it was so fast. And it just happened. My dad come back in madder than hell. <laughs> just oh man that shit was so good it was so just quick and perfect it just happened now like oh dude it was so fucking funny i couldn't believe it i couldn't believe it happened that quick it was just bam and it was done oh man that's that was so fucking funny that was good stuff but i don't know that was, I don't know, there was a lot of good stories growing up. We had wild times. My sister, she was a little demon growing up. She'd fake cry and shit and get me in trouble. And I remember the first time my mom fucking finally, like, watched her fake cry and get me in trouble. And she, I was like, I've been telling you for years. I was so bad. My mom felt so bad for me. She was like, she's telling me, she's like, I'm, I'm so sorry. That's, that's so, so, I'm so sorry, like. She apologized. She still apologizes to me for that to this day. Sister was sisters are mean, man. They can be little evil demons. But me and my sister are real close now. She's kind of grown out of her crazy phases. And mom's kind of grown into them, so. <laughs> oh man, my mom, she's such a terrible fucking cook. Terrible fucking cook. Yeah, I wish I didn't. I didn't have one of the moms that was like a really good cook. I wish I did, but <clears throat> I remember one year for Thanksgiving, it was it was so fucking funny. And now my mom gets mad because every year she she usually gets stuck with like a vegetable plate or something, and she gets upset. Like she'll bring the plates, and she gets mad because everybody tells her she's a bad cook. But the year that everybody decided, like, okay, that's enough, Tammy. You don't need to be bringing no more food to Thanksgiving. She brought green green casserole and two pumpkin pies is what she was supposed to bring. And she freaking, she had like this big ass crock pot and she had the two like real big cans of green beans. And I told her, I was like, green bean casserole is one of my favorite dishes. Make sure you don't mess that up. And she got mad at me for saying this, but I was like, don't mess up the green bean casserole, please. Like I like the green bean casserole. And she had those two big jugs or those two big cans of green beans and she's opening them. I'm like, hey, do you want me to drain those for you? Because I'm watching her making it. And I know I know her fucking tendencies. I know she's going to fuck it up. And she she goes, no, that'll be the water for the mushroom soup. That's enough water for the mushroom soup. And I said, no, that's way too much water. That's way more water in there than you think. And she was like. No, I'm going to just dump it in. And as I'm like getting up to go drain them, she dumps them both in. And she gets done putting the fucking soup in there. And it looks like stew. It's fucking water with green beans in it. it the, the shit's not even white. Like the sauce, the, the, the cream of mushroom sauce, 
isn't even white. It's fucking like like skim milk. It's lighter than skim milk. It's like watery gray or whatever. And I'm so fucking mad at her right now. I'm like I'm like asking her to go to the store and start over because now this is where her meals really hit the fucking fan because she messes them up and then she tries to fix them instead of just accepting she messed up and starting over. And so she tries to fix it. This is my mother's great plan to fix the green bean casserole. She had two boxes of stovetop stuffing in the fucking cupboard. And she dumps those two boxes of stovetop stuffing in the fucking green bean casserole. And makes this huge green bean bread. It, it was it, That's what it had to be. It was green bean. It, it was green beans in a loaf of soggy bread. That's what it was at the end of it. Like when it finally finished cooking and because the stuffing didn't even fall apart. It was just like a giant loaf of fucking soggy bread with green, green beans and mushroom soup in it. And it was so bad, so fucking bad. And that, so we get to Thanksgiving and she sets that on the counter and she thinks she figured something out because my mom's so delusional when she fucks a, a dish up like that, that she'll like stay committed to it and she'll go and like eat like three plates of it just like man this stuff's so good this stuff's so good and she thinks she figured something out and everybody else like nobody else is eating it like everybody's getting it and then just throwing it away to make it look like somebody's eating it but nobody else is eating it and she so everybody eats nobody eats that everybody just threw their shit away because it was terrible and we get to dessert the two pumpkin pies my mother brought. Of course, both of them are black on burnt, most over the top in the crust around the edges because my mother, she thinks that she has time to go do other things when she puts something into an oven and she gets sidetracked and just sticks to like, she'll like, she'll go do laundry and then she'll just end up like coming back like 30 minutes later being like, oh shoot, I gotta get that out. Because she she just can't just sit there for 5, 10 minutes or 15 minutes and wait for something to bake. She has no sense of time at all. Like, no internal clock. So they're, they're already, like, burnt. So everybody's already kind of like, ah, they're going to be mediocre. Dude, my uncle gets a slice of that fucking pumpkin pie. And he takes the first bite and his face contorts and twists into, like, this nasty-looking face. And my mom's watching him take the first bite, and she just starts going, "What? What? What's wrong with it?" With this like high pitched voice that she does, and, and he's like, "Is it really that bad? Did I mess it up? What's What's going on?" And he goes, "I don't think you uh you put any sugar in that." She didn't put any sugar in either of the fucking pumpkin pies, so they're just like straight pumpkin pie. So it's just like this bitter scoop instead of this sweet like pie. Oh my God. That was the last year she ever brought any food to the fucking family events. She's been on plates and chips ever since. It was oh so bad. It was terrible. She, she ruined half of Thanksgiving. But what's funny is my sister or my aunt is her sister is an amazing cook. And so she had like all this badass food out there. I don't know. It's like they weren't raised in the same house. 
And we, we even let her believe for like a whole year that the pumpkin pies were the only thing she really messed up. And the next year we were talking and like at Thanksgiving and she was like, well, the green bean casserole came out all right because we were making fun of her for the pumpkin pies. And my aunt just looks at her and goes, no, no, Tammy. No, it didn't. It wasn't. It wasn't all right. <laughs> oh, man. She gets so upset, too, when you call her out on how bad of a cook she is. But she's terrible. Like, it's it's bad. It's fucking hilarious. She's so bad. But I guess it all worked out in the end anyways. And we had Thanksgiving. And it was a good time. So there are a few of my stories for the week. Um, remember, love on them chubby bitches. But... <laughs>